Hey, what's up? This is Dallin. I'm at the cemetery and I'm talking with uh, Robert and uh, he's just about to go into this company outing that he had that really uh, helped him with his uh, perspective and with his ADHD and with uh, everything else. So yeah, just go into it, Robert. I, uh, a few years ago, I was working about 60 hours and my boss was not giving us any extra people or really time or space to handle what we needed to handle. But they thought the way to fix this was to make us go to a company outing and uh, let us write go-karts. And I, I actually resisted it early on, but I went because that's what you do. And when I finally got out on the track, and I've never go-karted really in my life, but I, I found that it was the world just kind of turned into this narrow focus. And so much of the stress of the world went away. And for that two minutes I was on the track, even though I was trying not to flip and, and whatnot. It was a very focused and almost peaceful moment in my life. I'm not sure how to recreate that, but it, it, it resonated something within my ADHD mind that I'm sure has a psychological term that I don't know what it is. Dude, that's, that's like flows that I had chills literally the entire time. Like you, I like, I know exactly where this is going. Cause there's times where I'll be sprinting. And I'll just, I sort of just forget that I'm sprinting and I'm just going. It's a, it's a, it's a sacred, beautiful thing, and and so like, what what kind of what kind of changed after that, if anything, after that experience happened? Did the sixty hour weeks were they more manageable, or it was more like it took the edge off of the stress? It made me a bit more relaxed. If you think of it like a pressure cooker, it probably let off some steam. There was still some pressure, uh, but the steam itself had been released a little bit yeah you're good at this Robert. like i have i imagine the pressure cook it really well and i just think of times in college where i did have all this good stuff happening but where was the outlet like where was the way to like get it out there and you that's where it just comes to like knowing yourself a little bit better and i think of times where you know like i like hit my i hurt like my ankle or something i'm not able to run as much that that's more than just not being able to run like that's my outlet that's that's being able to work through math equations, that's that's all a whole lot more than that. That's peace of mind, that's structure, that's stability. It's so much more than that. And so, yeah, man, it sounds like you need to go go-karting again pretty soon. I don't know if that's going to be, I don't know, like a magic trick. I don't know if you could do the same trick twice, but uh, I can't tell you I'm, I'm 47. I'm, I'm an old man, or at least I used to hear people say, oh, you're young. And I hear that less and less. I can tell you that uh, back in the 80s, I was in some child psychology books for some of the worst ADHD, they called it ADD back then, ever recorded. And of course, things were different. And I now have a four-year-old son. Yeah. You're probably hearing him in the background. Well, we have tools and knowledge and information that didn't exist 40 years ago. And I'm learning so much about myself from him as well. Questions that we just didn't have answers for have long since been answered, but I've never researched the question again. They now have answers for him that I find apply to myself. Dude, that is, that's amazing. Well, I like lived with my grandparents for a pretty good amount of time. And they, my, my uncle hired like a, he like borrowed like this big bobcat, you know, like one of those big machines. And he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like made this like giant hole in our backyard because he's planning to do something with it. And me and my brother would just climb in that. And with the snow in Maryland, it was, 
it was amazing. It was super fun. And just, just into being that hole, it was like at least a 15 foot drop. Like you just could just go in the bottom of it. Like it, you could walk all the way around it. There's like a path and it's just super cool to just kind of be there. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I love what you're doing with your son. Cause I imagine I'll probably have at least one kid that has, you know, the, that special. And now you can hear the car. Probably he's rolling it <laughs> across the the street and it's leaving little mud streaks that he got on the, the mud pile thing over there. But it's, it's really beautiful when we're able to recognize these things and, and something that we might've once seen in ourselves or just something really beautiful there. And I really also like what you said about like how answers that we have now for him, you do not have for yourself. So what does that say about like having more compassion on yourself in your journey? I, I realized that I'm the rare one in this instance. I never really blamed myself. I recognized that I was different. I recognized that uh, I did not fit in with everybody else, but I was lucky enough I'm also an introvert. Uh, so I didn't need to fit in with anybody else. So, so as that, I don't really have much of forgiveness that's needed, although there are moments, not going to lie, there are moments. But I can't promise that that's part of the ADHD journey. You were talking about the uh, backhoe. My own theory, and I'm, I'm not a psychology expert, I'm a computer expert, is our brain processes everything around us. Right now I'm facing my son. I've got this gentleman to my left. Uh, I've got trees to my right. I've got clouds in front of me. I've got birds at my five o'clock. And my ADHD brain is processing all of this. I bet when I was on that go-kart and you were in the backhoe, mm-hmm. Those other things didn't matter. You could just block out the birds and the trees. And, of course, there wasn't a four-year-old in front of me. Uh, All of these things enabled our brains that otherwise just don't focus, able to come into focus. And it was probably like standing out of an echo chamber. And it was a psychological silence. That's just my own guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you know, the, the environment contributed to the effect instead of took away from it. Cause so many, much of the time we have, we're like, you know, we're like watching TV or somebody's scrolling through their phone and all those other things. And these are not adding to our sense of presence. They're detracting from it. Whereas you, you give yourself for me, like, I think a timer is a big part of it. I have a timer for like going on this run or whatever back in track and I'm going on this run and I, I create it. I think of it as like a miniature universe where I just have to like save the world in this period of time or whatever. And I can just zero in super hard on that. Yeah. You're, you're making some really good art with that, man. It's, it's just beautiful when you're able to devote yourself in that way to, to that and to be able to, uh, yeah, to do that. It's, it's really just a beautiful thing. And, and I think recreating it is really difficult, but it's something I do try to like accomplish. And I do accomplish sometimes with the writing, but I, I do think like what you were talking about doesn't happen super often. And so when it does, we do need to like appreciate it. And we also need to try to make those moments, you know, when, when we can, like this moment, when I saw you with your kid, I was like, dude, like that's, that's goals, you know, like that's goals. Like he's just playing and doing his thing. Like, that's great. Yeah. He, uh, he is, uh, as ADHD as I am was on top of ADHD. A lot of times along with ADHD, you have food allergies. It's very dirty. Yes, it is. 
Uh, and one of the things is uh, corn. Corn allergies are known to just set uh, ADHD kids off, make them hyper, make them wild. Uh, and if you ever want to really just hate yourself, go to the grocery store and pick up any item and see if it has corn, corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, or some derivative, and then find an alternative. And you'll realize the world gets a lot smaller. So much of the world has alternatives that didn't exist when I was a kid and things that we have learned. We knew that I couldn't drink real Coke, but I could drink Diet Coke. Well, we now know that the caramel color in Diet Coke is a corn derivative as well. Huh. There you go. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good place to stop. But man, this was this was fun, Robert. I, I know I, I think I've ran into you once or twice. I've just been at the cemetery doing my thing. And then earlier this week, I talked with one guy at at this one lake and, and we did our first little mini interview and you, you were the second one. I've done interviews with people around the world over Zoom and stuff and some in person, but this is the first time I've really done some just with people I just met. So it was, it was super fun and I hope we can uh, talk again soon. I definitely will be uh, thinking about all this stuff, but yeah, just thank you for your time. Do you have, do you have anything else you want to say about like parenting or, or career or, or anything like that for anybody that might be listening? Parenting to any, anybody listening. Um, my father had me when he was older. Um, I had Leo when I was older. Uh, that put my grandfather being a small child on the Oregon Trail. If that gives you how much of how much of a gateway in time this all is, um, I regret not having Leo younger. Um, might be able to keep up with him. Might have a little bit more energy. I don't know. Uh, but to everybody who says they're not ready or they they don't have the answers. Um, you don't. You don't. Because the answers I have for Leo, I'm not going to have for my next kid. And uh, my wife had different questions with her daughter. That's right. The truck needs a bath. We are looking at a $2 truck coated in dirt. And uh, that's the best $2 I spent today. So Amen to that. So there's that. So those who are beating themselves up for not knowing the answers, we don't even know the questions. Amen to that. I mean, we just we just take it a day at a time. And I do think one thing I've really taken away from this is just this carbon copy, you know, of yourself in some ways, you know, and you just get to learn so much from that. And I know for me, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, I used to do that. And just you can like sort of help them along in that way. You know, if like one of my kids all of a sudden picks up a basketball and is able to like dribble it and, and without too much work, I'll be like, Oh yeah, that was, that was me, you know? So it's, right. it's a beautiful thing. Well, yeah, just keep up the good work and, uh, yeah, it's it fun talking with you. So thank you so much, Robert. Absolutely. I will give you my email, uh, offline here. Okay. Sounds good. That was my interview with Robert, and we got a little bit of Leo in there too, which is super cool. I actually have an exclusive interview with Leo coming up right after this, if you want to listen after the outro. But yeah, it was just really cool talking with Robert. I mean, the second of these on-the-road interviews, and I'm just experimenting, having a good time with them. And I don't know, we'll just see what happens. But thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to yield to the good. It'll be a better tomorrow. Something real quick? Yeah. Yeah. What what would you like to say, Leo? Talk about the truck. You can talk about Mark. Yeah, you can Mark. talk about anything you want. What are we doing tomorrow, Leo? Uh. Martial arts. Yeah. You gonna do martial arts like Daddy did martial arts? Yeah. And you gonna wear your white belt? You excited, Leo? Yeah. That's awesome. It's good to be excited, right? You got to play with your truck. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You got to play in the mud with your truck. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. He needs a bath. He needs a bath, yeah. He really needs a bath, yeah. Yeah, well, awesome. Leo, give me a high five. Yeah, I think we got, yeah, you can like see it in the recording. There's a high five in there. It's pretty cool. Well, that was awesome. Well, I think you're the youngest guest I've ever had on, Leo. So thank you for coming on. Is there anything else you want to say? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Thanks so much, Leo. I appreciate it.